Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about data-driven real estate acquisitions and how they yield the best ROI. This is good. This is important. I'm glad we're talking about this. There's lots of other ways to do this, but but there's, I mean, if you, the whole point for me is if you can't get on board with data, you're gonna be left behind. It doesn't really matter what you're doing, you're gonna be left behind. Somebody asked me recently like, hey, give me the elevator pitch on what you guys do, I don't understand it. Jill and I were looking at a boat. Yeah. And the broker said, what do you guys do? And I, and, uh, he, and I said, we buy a lot of land and we resell it. And he said, well, give me the elevator pitch. I don't understand. People ask this stuff. I'm sure you're all in the land business too. They ask, this, ask you some version of this all the time. Exactly. I said, we use data, unlike everybody, to buy and sell property uh, for less than it's worth at that current moment. And, and the light bulb went off. And so I decided to make a show out of it. Oh, I like, agree. Like everything. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. Jacob asks, has anyone had trouble purchasing land in the Midwest region? It could just be my mailer or price. However, I've had more success marketing and purchasing in the Southwest region and was wondering what the issue might be. Good question. Great question. I have I'm a like, really simple answer. You go first. Uh, my answer is no. No? <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, because I'm as I'm looking at my inventory right now about, you know, with oh, yeah. Colorado and Texas property and you know, other, you know, in the Midwest parts, I, I'm not having issues. I have Ohio, so I, I don't have issues. So I'm- What Jacob means is this, in my opinion. I'm guessing it's a little bit of a pricing thing. Or, go ahead. I, Jill and I are saying the same thing. He, what he's saying is, I seem to have a lot better luck buying properties at 100 bucks an acre in the Southwest than I do in the Midwest, and he's absolutely right. That makes sense. Yeah, you, got, you do have to change your pricing. Like I was just looking at this uh, Colorado property that we sold. We bought for like sixty nine hundred and sold for thirty six thousand. Mm -hmm. So and it was it was fast, you know. Colorado um, sells fast. It does. I can't remember the name of the county right now, but I was just looking at it. So, but yeah, it's not a hundred dollar an acre transaction. It's a it's a much more expensive thing. So, um, spend some time. I'm sure you're going to say the same thing. Spend some time and and do all the stuff that you know how to do, you know, finding, looking for, you know, what Steven says, looking for those areas where there's consistency and you can kind of figure out some pricing. You know, I'll take it a step further. And this is like a lifestyle, life comment. And I'm from the Midwest, so I can say this stuff. Everything's more difficult in the Midwest. Buying real estate's more difficult. Going to DMV is more difficult. Going to the post office is more difficult. <laughs> Relationships, maybe. Yep. <laughs> Growing up in the mid Midwest is a lot more difficult than it is in the Southwest, yeah. and on and on and on. So, why would buying be buying land? Uh, That's funny. Be any different? That's hilarious. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. So, so this based on what you just said, I'm mailing nothing but Hawaii. That's all I'm doing. I'm doing Hawaii. Let's see. I'll stick with San Diego's good. Let's see. Where are all the where are all the laid back people and the relaxed people? That are, those are the only markets I'm going to work in from now on. Actually, this could be good. Maybe Puerto Rico. Hey, they they seem pretty relaxed. I checked the data. They RealQuest has data in yep. Puerto Rico. That would be and cool. Guam, I think. So I'm not going to do New York. Oh, I'm not going to do uh, Boston. Let's see. Where is everybody kind of where there's yucky weather and. Hard to get around, maybe they may not be in the best mood. I'm not mailing there. <laughs> so you're nailing it. 
<laughs> so Florida, oh Florida, be great. Key West, oh Key West all day long. <laughs> yeah. There, there's just uh, the cultures are real different. Mm-hmm. For some reason, everything has to be start with an argument in the Midwest, and then until you prove yourself, and then everybody's best friend. It's pretty funny actually. When you think about it. how about where the smartest people are? Don't mail there. <laughs> smartest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, like, where are the smartest people? Because I have a lot to say about this. I would say... You know what this is, the Jack and Jill show. I would say, like, the major cities, L.A., New York, you know, San Francisco. Uh, I would maybe not... <laughs> we just lost, we lost like, 80% know. of our listeners. <laughs> no, wait a minute. They're all members. They just don't mail there. <laughs> Jill, you know, since we're talking about it, yeah. Jill and I are starting a show next month called The Jack and Jill Show. And it's not about real estate at all. Um, we, we just launched, by the way, this this uh, week, the House Academy show. So we're kind of separating what we talk about. And I think where smart people live is the <laughs> perfect topic for the Jack and Jill show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Because you might make different decisions about where you want to live. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, since we moved to Los Angeles, I can t- safely say yeah. uh, some of the smartest people I've ever worked with or ever known live here. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And that's not what I uh, thought I was going to No, get into. he thought it was going to be a bunch of hippies yeah. and, and nobody wears shoes. That's what I thought. And, and nobody and, uh, cares about it. And everybody works an hour a day from the beach. Yeah. Or on they, their laptops yeah, or their phones. And they're all like falsely rich because their house, they bought their house right. for $60,000 and it's worth $6 million now. Right. Which is not untrue. Exactly. But yeah, there's some of those, but there's a lot more people that really work hard to be here. Like us. <laughs> Today's topic. We were, we were oh, not that fortunate. That. Sorry. Wish <laughs> no. my parents would have held on to a house or two. But anyway, another topic. <laughs> I just wrote a blog about. Actually, it's a house-driven thing, and I'm, I, it's perfect parlay to what you just said. My parents, the first real estate deal that I was old enough to remember was the house deal. Of course, mm-hmm. they bought the property for thirteen grand, and sold it. Uh, we co-wrote this blog. Bought the property for thirteen thousand bucks and sold it for eighty-seven, mm-hmm. and we lived there for I don't know eight years. And my, I remember saying this, and not, I don't remember saying it. I remember my par- parents' reaction to me saying this. Well, why don't we just buy all the houses on the block then? Oh yeah. And here we are, fifty years later, whatever it is, mm-hmm. forty years later, buying all the houses on the block. Right. How did they respond? Oh, you don't understand. Yeah. Steve. Just. Sit there in the back seat without your seatbelt on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Today's topic data driven real estate acquisitions and how they yield the best ROI. This is the meat of the show. So we're standing in this substantially substantially large boat explaining to this broker who's got ADD like the rest of us. <laughs> wants to know very quickly why we can afford a boat like this and we buy and sell land. Oh, that's great. Why are you guys any different? Because other people do that. Well, it's all data driven, and then it's over. Oh, I understand. No, they don't. He understood. understood. Oh, okay. Most people don't. I usually use this to. I personally use data to 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 stop the conversation. That's what I mean. (laughs) That's what happened. Oh, okay. But did he think he understood? Yeah. Okay. He understood data, but doesn't really understand what's going on. The people in our group, in our membership group, or any of our groups, uh, and I think we're doing a show about this tomorrow, so I don't want to talk about it too much. It clicks. What, what do you mean? So I don't have to drive for dollars. I don't have to uh, gas anymore. I don't have to send right. out postcards. I mean, I have and all the information wheeled, about. We threw th- yeah. thousands. Now you just send out the offers and let them come back. Exactly. 
So um, it's all about the data. Everything's really? about data. That was my whole thing. I wanted to. For me, this show is two parts. One is whatever industry you in, you're in. I mean, I was just thinking about this today. Um, I'm always listening to business stuff in the car, and no matter, you have to be looking at data. We were talking about this. I don't care if you're Pepsi, you, you brought up Facebook. I mean, think about these companies. All It doesn't matter, you could be a sunglass hut in the mall. And That's you right. need to be thinking about data. You could be selling cookies. You need to be thinking about data. You know, where are your customers coming from? Do you have an online presence? You know, and everything. And so it's not just us, but then, Data is important, and then in our world, you need to really use data to fine-tune what you're doing, probably as should everybody. You should be using data to fine-tune your customers who buy your cookies so you accurately price your cookies to sell quickly, period. It's the same with us. Well said. Thank you. If you're a used car dealer and you're reaching people, you should know exactly who lives within a mile of of your used car dealership. And they should be. You should be touching them somehow, uh, in a schedule. Right. And and it, you know, the old school way is to, just to do a silly commercial that's reaching all kinds of zip codes. But it's so much more efficient now to just get on a Facebook or anything else and touch the people that are in a zip code where your car dealership is. Right. Not necessarily about how cheap your cars are or how great you are as a person, but just give them information about. You know, why, let's say, uh, Toyota, for example, has the highest value, retention value for used cars and why you could tend to stock Toyotas because of that. So they might not buy a car from you that day, but when their car blows up and they need one, it's going to be in there. So that's all data-driven stuff. That's what Mm -hmm. we do. You know, we, we very microscopically and surgically send these offers out and in very predictable manner, the stuff comes back. I mean, and it's not just us, it's hundreds and now hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of our members are experiencing the same Mm -hmm. thing. I mean, this is show 999. We wouldn't be around if this didn't work. And Jill and I have been, I've been doing this since the 90s. Jill's been doing it with me for more than 10 years. So 16,000 deals, Mm -hmm. it's the data piece of this works. Facebook is data driven. Amazon's data driven. Yep. You know, we all, on the face of it, we think Facebook is just this fun way to talk, see what's going on with the people we went to high school with, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah, it's a, there's a massive back end of Facebook, and if you own a business, which most of you do, or you're interested in that, right? That's the whole key to getting your customers quickly. Exactly. And and doing whatever they'll find you if you do it right, which right. is what we're all all about. Exactly. And, and what what we do, so it's the show is about, you know, data-driven decisions or data-driven real estate and getting the best ROI. No matter what kind of property you're looking at, you need to have your hand on all that information. I'm, it's interesting to me that I, I talk to uh, buyers and sellers who don't know everything about their property that I know. Have you ever noticed that? And it shocks me. Mm-hmm. I go back and look, it's funny, but I'll go back and look through the chain of title. I'll go back and look through, I'm not happy looking at a property unless I know back 30, 40 years ago what they spent on it. I wanna see that. <laughs> I noticed that. Seriously, and it's amazing to me. People, some some you know brokers and agents and, 
and people in our world, they only know what it's worth right now today, and that's really all they care about. Well, I'm not even looking for the trends. I want to see where it's going. Hey, I want to see is there more property like this I can pick up somewhere, you know, and make sure I'm pricing it right. You know, it's really good to see that. You know, if this whole area that I'm buying property in, everybody's owned it for about 20 years, and they all paid about a third of what it's valued at today, I'm going to come in hot. I'm going to, you know, and hit them hard. This is good information, and that's why we get good ROI. If you dig a little bit deeper and, like you say, test for reason, which I love, which for me means take a step back and really look at the big picture here, then you're going to do really well. Don't just don't just have blinders on and, you know. You know, I didn't think about that until you said it. No, mm-hmm. you, you really do look at what they paid for it. I do. You know what? I, I sense recently that's never been important to me. All I've ever looked at Isn't is funny? I know I can sell this for X based on that's what I spend my time on. If I'm going to buy this property for 12000 bucks, and I know that it's easily wholesale 25000 right. That's I stop right there. I just right. make sure well, I make sure it has access and all that stuff. But right. I, don't, I don't care what they paid for it at all. I hope they paid a dollar for it. Yeah, I look back because I know it's they're making. I because you know why? Because I look at the the um, seller as for them, it's often a little bit emotional, depending on the seller, obviously. But sometimes it's a little bit emotional. And if you know they're going to get out almost what they put into it or close to, you know they're going to feel good about it. And then and that just helps me with you know going in and and getting the deal done. This is just a glaring example to me of why you should be a partner with somebody. Because oh. another set of eyes on stuff, and then it just That's true. you just don't you don't have the propensity to make mistakes if someone else is looking at it and it's then they're sharing the money. Right. Thank you. It makes up for all the arguments that you get into. Like this morning. <laughs> 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 That's something for the Jack and Chill show. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we know your time's really valuable. Thanks for spending it uh, with us today. Join us in the next episode called Episode 1000, The Story of Land Academy. 1000 tomorrow. I can't believe it. I can't either. And we answer your questions posted on our online community, landinvestors.com. It is free. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I have something to share. (laughs) Offers to owners is doing a huge special and it's only this week. FYI, between now and Friday, any uh, any uh, offers to owners, direct mail orders over 500 bucks, get 10% off. No limit into the number of mailers or orders that you place. So check it out, wow. offers2owners.com. I know. They didn't ask 10%? us. 10%? I know. That's good. Yeah, they didn't ask us. No, they didn't ask us. <laughs> it's all good. We're going to we? have a, a profit. F- uh, we're going to be a, a non-profit. O2O will be non-profit, non-profit this, this week. Oh, this week. This week. Oh, only it's only for a one week. week? Okay. Only for one week. Hang I in can, there. I can live with that. Okay. <laughs> wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are, are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. <laughs>